0: hey guys and welcome to daily deluxe your daily dose of design ux and tech have you ever tried to cook potatoes and forgot about the potatoes and then all the water evaporated from the pot and you were left with a like empty but crusty pot with well boiled potatoes but like in a way that you almost burned your kitchen I did that just now and um, yeah, the whole kitchen smells like overcooked potatoes and um, I'm quite glad that it, it didn't end worse than that. But I'm definitely not a pro in cooking potatoes. This has nothing to do with today's episode, I just wanted to let you know how how I uh, burned my potatoes. I don't know, maybe I have to recook them now. Anyways, but t- speaking of not being a pro. This is actually a really nice segue into not being a pro. And this matches very well with this week's uh, article I wrote for my personal blog on johannesippen.com. By, by the way, my name is Johannes Ippen and I'm your host in Daily Deluxe. So, yeah, just to finish this off. Um what is it about? It's about Um, using design tools that are not necessarily made for design pros. And the background of this is the way that design, that the design landscape has changed in the last years and the way that design has become more widely available for people, that more people are interested in design and doing their own things, being involved in the progress and in the process And um, yeah, the new tools came up that make it much easier and make it much more accessible for non-designers to design. I very well remember when I started in design schools, I was super intimidated by, uh, yeah, two things actually, by uh, these world-class designers like Art Chantry at the time, Eric Spiekerman, the likes of them who Really had amazing work out there, and yeah, little Joe being like, "Oh my God, I don't know if you, if I will ever get close to that. If I will ever be that good." And well, I'm, I'm still not there yet. But um, at the time, it gave me real anxieties, and uh, at the same time, inspired me. And the second thing was the design tools. So when we started uh, in design school, my my first year, we had to buy these super expensive Japanese Copic markers and we had to buy special paper for them because of course you couldn't draw on normal paper with them. And Aside from that, we would have to buy special computers, have to license Photoshop and um, Macromedia Flash at the time, which was uh, then purchased by Adobe, I think, the year after or so. Um, yeah, and and all of this was not only super expensive to get, but also really difficult to learn. Mastering Photoshop has taken me, I think, almost a decade. Or I'm I'm. Still not sure if I've mastered it. I think I'm quite good in Photoshop, but there is so much more you can do, and this can be really scary or really off-putting for people who want to get into design but don't have um, the time or the skill or, or yeah, the craft to learn all of these tools. And today we have actually. New tools that help us get simpler tasks done, but in a very professional manner. And in this article I've uh, written for today, um, I made a nice connection and made a nice collection of um, tools that fulfill these things. So I set out to fulfill all these tools, have to fulfill three criterias actually. First is they have to be easy to learn. So really easy to pick up and serve a certain yeah purpose, basically. The second thing is um, they have to be cheap. So they should be available for under 20 bucks a month which is basically what you are paying today if you're a design student and you want to purchase the adobe creative cloud 20 bucks per month per tool and the second uh, third sorry the third thing see i'm not even good at counting anymore Um, and the third thing is that they should have an professional output which means um a design tool that only allows you to design something that then lives on a proprietary platform like Squarespace or, or yeah, website builders like that. This doesn't really match the criteria. So instead I want to have something that creates an output, um, as a PNG file or a PDF file or even HTML code. So something that you can then send to a printer or give to another designer or put into, um, I don't know, a Word document, whatever. So something that generates a standardized output. And if you check the article, you will of course find it in the show notes. You will find a nice list of tools that fulfill these. Uh, criterias, and I actually want to extend this list a bit more. To give you just a brief summary, there is three tools or yeah, give you a little snippet, a little taste, three tools that I like really, really much. Um, the first one is actually from Adobe. So Adobe has realized this, not issue, but this situation and they brought a tool, brought out a tool called Adobe Spark. So Adobe Spark, only one thing and does that very very well it helps you to design social media posts so you know the situation oh um i need something to put on my facebook something to put in my instagram story um can you teach me photoshop and how to do it and actually adobe spark is made for that. So they have a nice collection of templates. They have really easy or simple layout functions that are still flexible enough and that um, enable you to put in your own content. You can combine them with your own photos and stuff and you can create a really nice output. Um, But uh, um, yeah, without learning too much, just check it out and, and see it of course in my article um, and the second tool that I really enjoy using is the Squarespace logo maker. So this is a tool ironically brought by Squarespace, which, um, I think doesn't, so the core Squarespace product doesn't fit in this list, but this logo maker is quite cool. Um, it helps you to create a simple logo from. Yeah, icons, I think they use a noun project uh, as an icon base and uh, then they give you a selection of uh, typefaces and arrangements and icons that you can combine and remix to produce a really simple yet usable logo. So if you wanna start a startup and you just need something that looks good but is um, not the output of a professional designer, check the Squarespace logo maker. I think you pay like five bucks or so, uh, or 10 bucks for the final logo. um, If you need it as a like PDF or EPS output. So this is really a bargain for a quite okay looking logo. Yes. And um, the third tool is something that I have been recommending a lot recently since I have been um, yeah, doing a lot in the infogram. Uh, sorry, now I meant, now I spoiled the tool. So it's infogram and I have been working a lot in the infographics um, community recently and infogram is an online tool that you can access through your browser. Um, that is made for creating nice looking infographics. So they have all these templates, all these snippets of different chart types and illustrations and pre-made layouts. And it makes it really, really simple to create um, your own infographic for whatever topic you're up for. And of course, they do have loads and loads of examples that you can copy, paste, um, take as a basis and uh, alter to create your own really awesome looking infographic. So Infogram, it's called. Really good tool. I love that. So um, yeah, check out the full article on my blog on johannesippen.com slash blog. You'll find it there basically as of now, I guess. Um, and let me know if you have any other tools that fit that collection or that you think should be on this list. And with that guys, I leave you uh, for the day, leave you yeah, reading this article of course and see you tomorrow. Have a nice afternoon, guys. Bye.